Hi you guys, you are listening to Vishwanath Enthusiastic. Welcome to third episode of Make Your Life Place It. Today we are going to discuss about what are rituals to consume your food. Number first is, remember your grandma's saying, always pray before you eat. Of course, you need to be grateful for food on your plate that makes your food change the way it acts inside you. Number second is, always chew your food well. Don't go for another bite until the one in your mouth gets liquidy. You know what does this mean? That we usually tend to hog on bites over bites, but we don't have to do that. Grab a bite, chew it well, feel it well, and then go for another one. The third is, don't rush while eating. If you have rush in your mind, you will likely see that you poop immediately after you eat. You know why? Because there is a strong connection between your gut and brain. The food you ate in rush didn't actually got absorbed. Number fourth is, eat with your hands in as many places as you can. When you, ha- when you eat with your hands, actually there is a connection between your hands and mouth that gets created. You would have felt more satisfaction after you eat with your hands. Probably, we don't need scientific evidence for every single thing. We have something called wisdom and awareness. Number fifth is, eat sitting in cross-legged position. And you may move back and forth, which decreases blood circulation, leading to better food digestion. Number seventh is, always ask yourself before eating. Are you hungry? Don't feed yourself mindlessly. Don't snack mindlessly. Number seventh is, every time you eat or you are about to grab a snack, ask questions. Do I really need it or I am just bored so I am going to eat out of boredom. Have a few sips of water. If craving goes away, it was thirst and not hunger. This is a way to actually between your hunger and your thirst. We most of the times tend to confuse, get confused between thirst and hunger. I know we lack evidence in these rituals, but they have a lot of wisdom. We cannot close our eyes over something we recognize every day. Be aware of your body. Build small habits. Celebrate small wins. Don't think to climb mountain in a day. Step by step move forward. I hope you engage these habits into your daily routine and you enjoyed the podcast. I'll come with my next podcast on another Sunday. Till then, bye-bye and take care of yourself. For any inquiries, reach over my Instagram, Living, or my email, placedit.consultations at the red gmail.com. I'll be happy to help you out. Hi you guys, welcome to 4th episode of Make Your Life Place It. Today we are going to discuss about cholesterol myth we have been exposed to. Uh, we can also say diet heart idea. And how this idea has actually no longer under discussion and it has been settled forever. We have been led to believe this mindlessly without questioning. No one has questioned this idea. There is a line from a book, Cholesterol Myth, 
where Ansel Keys wrote, It is a fact that major characteristic of sclerotic artery is the presence of abnormal amounts of cholesterol in that artery. He also added that this cholesterol is derived from your blood. From where is it goes from your blood to your heart? Either it leaks passively or it goes or it is transported by your cells. No. No arguments, not from Keyes, not from his followers. No one even thought about it. Nothing got questioned. This is the line. This is the book by Ufi Ravinskov. Now stating something that how our body manages cholesterol level on its own and how our dietary cholesterol has little to no impact on our blood cholesterol. So our body produces cholesterol on its own and if cholesterol comes less from our food, what it does is that it increases production. It increases its production uh, by through cells and when cholesterol from diet increases, our body actually decreases its production. So it constantly maintains level of, uh, level of cholesterol in the blood. So how can we say that the cholesterol from our diet impacts cholesterol in our blood. The question is why will our, will our body produce or maintain something which is so deadly for us? Our body doesn't work uh, against us. There are some, uh, some researches or some observations which have been done like shepherds from Somalia. They actually drink 3 liters a day milk of camel. And camel's milk is much fatter than cow's milk. But when we see the cholesterol, it's only 150 mg by dl. That's an average. Now, another is that Masai and Somburu. They are cattle herders and their almost calories come from animal fat. Same, uh, another is Masai and Somburu. They are cattle herders and their most calories come from animal fat. Still their cholesterol level haven't been high. Why? Question is that. Now, have you ever lowered your intake of egg yolks fearing cholesterol? Fearing you are going to get heart disease or coronary heart disease when you get older? Let me tell you one thing. Food that you eat has little to no impact on your cholesterol because your body constantly maintains blood cholesterol level. Also, people being on diets have seen some impact on their cholesterol because not just because of their uh, this lowering down cholesterol, uh, their saturated fat or cholesterol intake, but because they are conscious about other environmental factors too. People who are diet conscious tend to smoke less. People who actually uh, are conscious about their health, they don't smoke. They, don't, uh, they aren't exposed to another things. People who support diet heart idea, who have expressed exposed these ideas, they themselves know that they aren't correct but still they continue to support it why because how on earth they will do that how they will promote cholesterol as threat asking you to eat cholesterol rich foods 
or asking you to not fear cholesterol. Let me explain you one more theory. That when your cholesterol intake from food gets higher, it gets in surplus. The surplus amounts in your blood actually gets stored by your liver temporarily and part of it gets excreted by your bile. So, another example of your body maintaining blood cholesterol levels. It's yet not been clear that what actually impacts your blood cholesterol level because we have seen that diet has little to no impact on it. So, till now we cannot expose, we cannot get exposed to such wrong hypothesis and avoid eating egg yolks, avoid eating coconuts which have so much of good fats, yolks which has a lot more than cholesterol like omega 3, retinol, vitamin D. You are missing on nutrients thinking that cholesterol is bad for you which isn't. Also this hypothesis, this podcast has just been shown relation between diet heart idea. It isn't about for you to tell you that that eat saturated fat no matter how much how it impacts your body because there are some small proportion of people who tend to get uh, zits on their face who get some other things and people get it people get it from most healthy foods it's very common because it's something called bio-individuality if not everything you eat will work for you not everything that works for another person will work for you so it's not that it's the safest thing you can eat even if you aren't feeling good on if even if you get some zits on your face but it's just that there is no relation between diet heart idea there is no relation between saturated fat fats and coronary heart disease don't fear it also when we talk about this Ansel Keys statement his observation of seven countries you need to know you deserve to know that there were 22 countries he just took seven countries to prove his hypothesis he didn't take all those countries because if he took all those countries his hypothesis wouldn't be wouldn't seem to be true so the observation wasn't correct it was intentionally done it all started from 1953 when Ed Silkies actually put this diet heart idea, told that fats are villain. But the question is, are they really? And if they are, why we haven't seen difference in heart disease? After those guidelines have came, have we seen reduction in heart disease? Why people still suffer from it? Why heart disease have been increasing? And with this, I mean, I am talking about diagnosis and not fatal or non-fatal ones. Because we all know that medicine have improved. They all tend to increase our quantity life. It has improved. But improvement in medicine doesn't equals that it has lower diagnosis of heart disease. People still get diagnosed with heart disease and it has increased in years. It has increased in last decades. If these guidelines are true, then it would have been decreased. But that isn't the reality. 